Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. This is the Nightcap with Tim Murray and Super Bowl champion Sean King on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. been running on a Friday night. You could feel it. You could feel the buzz of Wild Card Weekend. Two games tomorrow, three games on Sunday. And what's that? Oh, that's an extra little game on Monday night with the Rams and the Cardinals. That's Sean King, former Tampa Bay Buccaneer quarterback, Super Bowl champion, Tulane Green Wave. Great. I'm just a guy who likes to tee up my partner and, and yell from time with to time. Right here. And, uh, and make bad bets, apparently, because <sighs> good job, Richmond. Get off to a good start. I just wish you would have called me because I love Davidson. So Okay. Thank you. I, I forgot that Puckstradamus is also A-10 Adamus, too. No, no, I didn't wager on college basketball. I've given you this analogy for the last two nights. I told you you need to take about four to five days off. I, told, I can't quit it. Sport I can't quit it. And allow yourself to refresh. This is the game that I was born to bet. Uh, Richmond fine. has won, or Davidson has is tied with Auburn for the longest winning streak in college basketball. This game was a pick overnight. I played it, closes two. So you know what? At the end of the day, I'm going to go down to the counter and when this bet ultimately loses, and I'm going to go get my, my trophy for, for closing line value, and I'm going to put it up on my mantle uh, because, you know, I beat that closing line and uh, we'll see. But, you know, it's not over yet. Yeah. And Davidson no. shot 67% from the field in the first half. And uh, this dude, Mike Jones, I believe is his name. He hit six threes and didn't miss any. So there you go. Uh, yeah, we I got some... he was a Texas based rapper. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought, too. I thought he was a, a former Maryland Terrapin. Um, we got uh, Michigan, Illinois going on right now. No Hunter Dickinson, but uh, Michigan hanging with the Illini right now. 26 to 22 at the half. That game closed 10 and a half here at Circa. Uh, some late movement when uh, some folks were ruled out. But more importantly, let's let the people know what you've got rolling. Buck Sodamas yeah. is at it again. Uh, I had over in the Panthers game. It was six and a half. The total uh, game in at seven to one. Seven one. I have uh, the Minnesota Wild on the puck line. Third period just started. The Wild are up two goals. I need them to at least tie the third period, maintain the two-goal lead, and that ticket cashes. And I have over six and a half in the Avalanche Coyotes. It is 2-1. 
at the beginning of the second period. So we're on an over course so far. I so badly want the Arizona Coyotes to win this game. Oh, I don't care if they do. I mean, I the line was ridiculous. That's why I didn't touch it. It Colorado. was minus 650. Colorado closed minus 650 in a hockey game in the regular season. I mean, that is, that's unbelievable. Tim, the puck line was minus 250. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you had to go all the way to two and a half goals to get down to, I think that was like minus 110 or something crazy. I I just want to, for comparison's sake, I'm pulling it up right now, looking at money lines. So, Avalanche were minus 650. If you go back to week 18 of the NFL schedule, um, I mean, Indianapolis was minus 850 here at Circa. Uh, I mean, it's it's ridiculous to see a money line that high. I mean, they basically were trying to guarantee that no one could win money betting the Avalanche. Right. That's what they were trying to do. They were trying to eliminate the avalanche out of this contest. I'm just, I'm trying to find a good comparison. There is none. Green Bay against Minnesota. uh, Sunday night football, January 2nd was minus 690 on the money line. Hey, the three-way win bet on the avalanche was minus 500. (laughs) That's where you don't get overtime. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I mean, they just basically were like, okay, you're not going to get a chance to win any money if the avalanche went tonight. Um. A game in the NBA, and I haven't really I, – I just forced myself to uh, painfully lose college basketball, so I've been staying away from losing NBA games. But one of the more intriguing matchups in the NBA tonight was Golden State at Chicago. Golden State last night was thumped by Milwaukee. They were down by 39. 77-38. At the half. The, the biggest deficit they've ever faced – since the franchise moved to the Bay Area in 1962 at a half. And tonight they were a short road dog against Chicago. Zach Levine gets hurt early in this game. Golden State goes out and wins 138 to 96 as a two and a half point underdog. I mean, you talk about a turnaround spot for the Golden State Warriors. They put it on the Chicago Bulls tonight. And it's not like you might be thinking, oh, did Steph Curry go crazy? No. Uh, Steph Curry finished with 19 points. You know what looked really good was Wiggins tonight. I was watching that game. 21 points. Yeah, I sat here in the uh, Circus Sportsbook and uh, checked it out. Mike Palm was down there. He oh, was yeah. Telling me a little bit about the, uh, he's emceeing the ceremony. Tonight. Oh, yeah, that's right. We yeah. got the check and ceremony tonight. The checks, so. And actually, the uh, just an update: the Minnesota Wild have taken a five-to-one lead. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure how they scored the second goal, but uh, they're now up four goals. And you don't care. And I need the puck line, so I just need over six and a half in Avs Coyotes. So we got Wild Card Weekend coming up. We got a great first hour of the show. We'll kind of we'll get into our bank rolls. Our thoughts on the entire playoffs in the second hour of the show. My bankroll is Gucci this week. And you said that last week when you lost all your money. Everybody got hurt. Sure. Um, But in less than 10 minutes, I really wanted to do this for this weekend because we've heard about all of the weather implications, whether it be bitter cold in Buffalo, wind and rain in Tampa, other spots that are going to be chilly like Cincinnati. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk to 
chief meteorologist from NBC4 in Washington, D.C., Doug Kammerer, is going to join the show in less than 10 minutes. So he'll tell us what the wind's going to be like, rain, all of that. He'll join us in less than 10 minutes. Our guy, Charch, we had prop bets last night from Brad Evans. Charch is going to join us at the bottom of the hour. And then it wouldn't be a Friday night show without our good friend, Jared Smith, who will join us later on in the program. So we got a lot going on tonight. Getting you ready. We got sweats. Sean needs Wild goals. Wild just scored again, by the way. <laughs> Six to one. <laughs> that is part of Sean's three-leg parlay. First leg already home. Yeah, we're just waiting on over you just need some in goals. Avs Coyotes. We just need some goals. What, six and a half, you yes, said? Yes, yes. And there it's two to one right now, early second period. So let's uh, let's get some scoring. Uh, the The basketball play I have right now is I've got Richmond as a pick against Davidson uh, right now, five point game in Richmond, the Wildcats of Davidson, the fighting Bob McKillops, Steph Curry's I would say alma mater. No, he's never graduated yet. Hasn't gone back. That's why his number's not retired at, at Davidson. Yeah, he'll be okay. Yeah. I think, I think his, <laughs> I think his portfolio is uh, doing right. just all right. Um, make your free throws. I mean, just, it's, it's a free throw. Make your free throws people. Um, so today, not a ton of movement, but we did see a little bit of movement back towards the Buffalo Bills. Here at Circa, I was sitting on my computer, I would say, I don't know, 9, 10 in the morning or so, and this line jumped from 4 to 5. And Chris Andrews, you can check it out, vsin.com, sportsbook director over at the South Point, he does a you know behind-the-counter look at all of these games each and every week. It's tremendous content. And he talked about early on, there was some sharp action on New England. And then today, there was sharp action on Buffalo. And it's back up to four and a half in most spots, a five here at Circa. So that was really the only move today. I did notice that on Monday night here at Circa, that game just dropped to three and a half against uh, What's that, the Cardinals. That's the one that I don't get. I don't, I don't, I don't have, I mean, I know Kenny. Yeah. Kenny, who we love yeah. and has been, you know. And I'm on Kenny's side on this. Like, if I ever if bet I this game, pick, yeah. it's the Rams. I, I agree. But I, I just have. Doesn't it, it makes you, and I know, I, I don't I don't think he's going to play, but, you know, they're they're that beat up. They need to call Eric Weddle and Raheem, was yeah, Raheem, Morris is, Raheem Morris is calling him up like, hey, are you fat? Can you get out here? Like, what are we doing? Are they trying to increase jersey sales for the know. game? Like, or... what, what's happening? The, the, the one game. And you you changed your mind, and everyone's allowed to change their minds. Early in the week, you like Cincinnati, and now you're in on Vegas. I'm on Vegas. Early in the week, I like San Francisco. I am staying away from that game. That game, to me, Sean, feels like the squarest dog out there. I mean, you're looking at betting splits from different books across the country, 65%. On San Francisco, 70% on San Francisco. Line hasn't moved. Line actually is trending towards Dallas a little bit more. I am, yeah, I am staying away from that one. That one feels By like the way, a trap. It's 2-2 two, two in uh, okay. the coyotes Avs game. There we go. If I can get it to 3-3. Three, three. We need three goals, three more well, goals. Well, if I can get the score tied 3-3, three, three, I can stop watching. Then you're good. Yeah. You, you won. Because I'm kind of being like a. Quasi like half co-host. Yeah, at this point, I'm, I'm telling. I could tell. Yeah. 
between you. But you're watching Richmond Davidson. As I well. know, but I'm still talking. I don't know why you would let the line not move and scare you off of the Niners. It didn't scare you off of Georgia. All the money was coming in on Bama, but the line never moved. I know. Right. So that's what that's why I like Georgia so more. Dallas is there Georgia was that resi- in this instance. Exactly. That's what's uh, that's what's scaring me. I could leave Dallas this alone. Is, My two big yeah. bets are tomorrow. I'm with you there. Now, I'm, I'm on the Raiders and, and I'm on the Bills heavy. So just how cold will it be in Buffalo tomorrow night? How chilly will it be in Cincinnati? What about the rain and wind? In Tampa, we'll talk to an expert, chief meteorologist from NBC4 in Washington, D.C. will join us next, and Richmond has the lead on the nightcap. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm C.J. Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my game, <laughs> Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back in this segment of the Nightcap being brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. And for your convenience, each variety comes in two strengths so you can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn's America's number one nicotine pouch is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide meaning it's never been easier to find your Zinn. So head on over to Zinn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's ZYN.com slash find. Warning, this product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is a chemical. Alongside Sean King, I am Tim Murray. It is the nightcap live in Las Vegas. And, you know, once wild card weekend rolls around the playoffs, we all become amateur meteorologists. 
<laughs> oh, yeah, this game is going to affect this line and all that. Let's just throw out amateur and bring in a real meteorologist. Doug Kammerer is the chief meteorologist for NBC4 in Washington, D.C., my hometown. He's been doing his thing for over a decade there uh, with NBC4, and he joins us right now. Doug, appreciate it, man, and let's start with the game that I feel like everyone is talking about because of the bitterly cold forecast. Buffalo taking on the New England Patriots in Buffalo. 8.15 start time. What are we looking like come 8.15 tomorrow night in upstate New York? I, I think you got a lot of frozen people up there. I mean, that's <laughs> that's the thing. You know, we're talking about temperatures that are going to be close to uh, about 10 degrees but the wind chill is going to be down about zero to minus 10 during the game. A little bit of wind, not a lot of wind. Thank goodness. There's going to be a lot of wind earlier in the day, uh, but during the game, you're going to have winds probably up to about 10, 15 miles an hour, but that's going to put the wind chill below zero at times. So, you know, tomorrow is one of those games where you just see everybody's breath. You know, everybody's just breathing out. It's like one of those Green Bay games that we've seen so many times. Uh, but this one's going to be taking place in Buffalo, a huge game up there. And, uh, yeah, you got, you got a lot of cold hands, a lot of cold fingers. And I think uh, Sean knows a little bit about that from time to time. I do. Um, it can impact you if you let it. I think more importantly, uh, the crowd noise is going to be a significant issue for for Mac Jones, uh, also for Jalen Hurts, you know, Tampa's a, another spot that has inclement weather. Have you heard anything about the, the Tampa Eagles game and what's to be expected? Now, Tampa, I think, you know, is the warmest out of the out of the bunch here. We're talking about temperatures in the 60s, which for Tampa, you know, that's that's a little cold for Tom Brady. Temperatures in the 60s down there for the last two years. He's been working with that warmer air. But uh, Philadelphia coming down there, 30% chance of a shower. I'm not really too worried about that. Here's the thing, though, and this is the one thing that could affect uh, the listeners here. You know, you got winds that could be gusting 25 to 30 miles an hour during the game. So that's something to think about. Maybe a shower or two during the game. They should be fairly light, but uh, that wind could be have a little bit of a factor in that open stadium down there in Tampa. You know, yeah. that's so ironic, Tim and Doug, because that's not generally the, the climate, you know, in Tampa this time of year. It's normally borderline beautiful. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Uh, but, hey, we'll see what happens. Uh, Raiders, Cincinnati, another game. There, there could be some inclement Chilliness. weather. Cincy, uh, what, 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 what should we expect? Yeah, that's another game where temperatures are going to be down below freezing most likely, and you're talking about winds 10 to 15 miles an hour. And uh, the wind chill, about 20 to 25 degrees, so another really cold day out there. Uh, so that's something that you're going to be watching. I love these games. You know, it, it's one of those th games. My, my son asked me, Dad, how come nobody's wearing any sleeves if it's that cold? <laughs> that's going to be one of those games, too. You know, there's something that they uh, rub on themselves that keep them warm, like the guys that don't wear sleeves. I, I can't uh, think of the name of it. But it's something that... Really? Yeah, it's something that warms your skin. So if you notice, a lot of guys that don't wear sleeves, they'll look like they have, one, like, oil or something. Really? Yeah. So I, I got to get the name of it. Uh, it'll, you wore it'll sleeves, though. Oh, uh, many clothes I, I could fit. It's for sure. Yeah. Uh, going back, as we talked to Doug Kammerer, chief meteorologist at NBC4 in Washington, D.C., uh, going back to Cincinnati, you mentioned it's going to be cold. Wind chills going to have that thing down, you know, 430 yep. Eastern kickoff. What about wind there? Are we looking at, like, any wind at Paul Brown Stadium? Yeah, I mean, you're going to see 10, 15-mile-an-hour winds. It's not going to be all that strong. 
Um, so, you know, could it affect the kicking game? Sure. I mean, you got wins that, that are coming out of the Northwest. Uh, so that could affect things just a little bit down there. But uh, it's not like we're talking about 20 or 30 mile an hour winds like we're going to see up at, or down in Tampa Bay. So once again, Tampa Bay, Doug saying 25 chance of 25 mile an hour on our winds down there. Uh, that's why we've seen yeah. that total drop already three and a half points. Let's go to Sunday night. Uh, what are we looking like at Kansas City? Another, you know, we've kind of been because we're going to be sitting on our couches, Doug, uh, watching these games. So I always I always enjoy watching the cold weather games, the snow games with the heat on the fire going is kind of nice uh, in our, in our comfy confines there, but Kansas city, Pittsburgh, what are we looking like Sunday night football on NBC? Yeah. Yeah. On NBC four, right here in the DC area, for sure. You know, we're talking about uh, temperatures that are going to be cold again, temperatures near freezing that wind chill down into the low twenties all day or all evening. And the wind there is going to be a factor. I think we're talking about winds gusting upwards of 20, maybe 30 miles per hour. So that's going to be a big factor there, but you know, you got games, this is in Kansas city and you're talking Pittsburgh. So you got two teams that are ready for some colder air for sure that tend to deal with it. And uh, you know, big Ben, maybe his last game and he's going out with some cold stuff. Yeah, he's just, been there before. Yeah, yeah, he's been there before, but I don't know if that body is uh, is ready for it. And, and I'm comfortable saying Doug can take maybe off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> By the way, Doug, uh, there in D.C., of course, uh, my hometown team is, uh, is, is on the golf course somewhere, but uh, they, they would have been dealing with some potential snow situation if there was a game at FedEx Field like there was last year. Yeah, I mean, if we had a game here, uh, you know, and, and of course uh, last year, what a game that was. But if we had a game here, we'd be talking about a pretty big snowstorm during the afternoon, switching over to the potential for freezing rain and then eventually just plain rain and 30 to 40 mile an hour winds. So, you know, thank goodness for uh, some of these teams. I mean, if, if it was the other way around and Tampa was playing in Philly, mm. you know, Philly is going to have that nasty weather tomorrow. They're going to start off with snow, transfer over to freezing rain and rain by uh, or right on on Sunday rather, uh, and that could be a, you know some some nasty weather there too. So all of these games are in areas that should not see a lot of you know snow falling or any rain falling, with the exception of Tampa with that 30% chance of showers. Yeah. So just to to, to kind of recap, Doug, before we let you run, because I know you got the news tonight, so we'll let it get you back to your to your normal job. So Cincy, we're looking like what 10 to 15 mile an hour winds, uh, pretty cold wind chill. Buffalo, you said freezing, uh, you know, wind chill into the negatives, but. Gus probably, you know, mild 10 to 15 mile an hour winds. Yeah, I mean, they've got a wind advisory in there for tomorrow into early Sunday, uh, but that wind should start to calm down. Uh, or, yeah, tomorrow early, rather, they have it tomorrow early, and then uh, that, should, that wind should start to calm down. Uh, during the afternoon and into the evening hours. All right. Doug Kammerer, check him out. Yeah, uh, if you're there in the D.C. area, chief meteorologist at NBC4 there in the D.C. area. Hey, Doug, appreciate it, man. And come next week, maybe we'll have to get you on for a, a forecast of Green Bay. <laughs> I, I love it. Absolutely. I'll tell you right now, it's going to be cold. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, Doug Kammerer from NBC4. Great stuff there. Interesting to hear. You know, you always hear from odds makers, Sean. Wind is a massive factor. I thought it sounded like initially that there was going to be more rain in Tampa. Mm -hmm. So it only a 30% chance of rain, but man, 25 to 30 mile an hour winds. I'm just saying, I don't know. I've got to that believe that to see it. That's the thing with me. Like I, I've lived down there for so much of my life. It's not generally how. Maybe in September, right? Because you get and then was, hurricanes yeah, or whatnot. Something has to be coming, like tropical storm, hurricane. So 
I mean, we'll see. Yeah. I don't. I think the weather in the Tampa Eagles game is going to ultimately end up having been exaggerated. Okay. Yeah. Having said that, it'll be down. <laughs> Rain will be coming left <laughs> to right. <laughs> Pirate ship will be leaning. <laughs> um, New England and Buffalo. Sounds like, again, how much would I have to pay you, Sean, to go sit in the stands for the Buffalo-New England game? Well, I just wouldn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's I'm what saying, the, how much would it take? But that's what they have suites for. <laughs> See, that, that's, I mean, that's, like, what, when the weather that's gets what former like that, NFL players It's like get. suite or bus. Like, either if I'm going to go, then we got to be in a suite, or then we just watch it at home. No big deal. Uh, our guy Paul Charchian going to join us uh, in just a little bit, get his thoughts on some prop plays he likes. I know there's a couple that really jump at him. Uh, before we hit a break, Sean, I'm looking over there. Wilder up 6-3 to three yeah, now. Yeah, I know. Ducks have scored two goals, so... We're not in danger. We're not in cold red territory, but we're not six to one like we were a few minutes ago. And we're tied at two two in uh, the Avs Coyotes game. I'd love to get that game to three three by the end of the second period. My Richmond Spiders are getting hot, but this Davidson team can shoot. Richmond up sixty to fifty four. I've got Richmond at a pick in this one. Sean told me, do not whatever you do, don't play the second half. I said, I like the second half. I listened to Sean. <laughs> And now they're 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 winning the second half by double figures. Charge with some prop plays for Wild Card Weekend coming up next right here on the Nightcap. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you've missed any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all our shows or download and listen on your schedule. Go to VEASAN.com slash podcast. You'll get Beating the Book with Gil Alexander. Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. We've got other great podcasts. Hardwood Handicappers, The Lombardi Line, Follow the Money, My Guys in the Desert, Coast to Coast Hoops, and many more. And guess what? They're all free. Available at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the nightcap here on vcin alongside Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. We just had a meteorologist on to tell us the weather of the weekend. And now we have a professor, a real life professor on our show, some may know him as fantasy guru Paul Charchian, but I will only from now on call him Professor uh, Charch. How about that? That is unbelievably cool, Charch. So, t- by the way, I know we're you know everyone wants picks and everything, but t- just tell us a little bit about this opportunity. You're gonna be you're be <coughs> teaching at what the University of Minnesota. Yeah, University of Minnesota. You think they know better? It's my alma mater. You know, you think they'd like look up my look at my old grades and go, uh, "No, uh, you are not going to be teaching our children." And uh, but yeah, I'm never. I'm going to be teaching a sports communications class in the School of Journalism where I went to school at the University of Minnesota, and it's just bucket list kind of thing. And you you know you get to a point in your life where you're like, you know, I'd I'd like to knock that one down. So I reached out, and they were they were nice enough to let me build a curriculum, and and I've got actually got students paying to take a class for me. Good heavens! That is that is unbelievable, and I think you should uh, change that Twitter handle to instead of at Paul Charchi and at P R O F 
Jarchi. I like it. That just that that's like just it. maybe he can do like a little special class, what normalcy looks like in twenty two, and have PJ Fleck yeah. as his star student. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Row the boat, baby. Row that yeah. boat. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. So looking at uh, some plays that you are intrigued by, you're skipping right to Sunday. And we just had uh, a meteorologist on to tell us about the weather situation. Uh, it seemed yeah. like it seems like the rain is going to hold off. It's not going to be a torrential downpour. Said about 30% chance of wind, but the wind is going to be massive. 25 to 30 mile an hour wind gusts. There in Tampa. So let's start with the dog in Philadelphia, Jalen Hurts. What about Jalen Hurts on uh, Sunday afternoon stands out to you? Well, all right. So you're the Eagles. You're a sizable underdog. You need something special to happen to win this game, right? I mean, everything just plays out to form. You're going to lose. So you know, what are the things that could be special for the Eagles? Well, you could generate a bunch of turnovers against Tom Brady, but that doesn't happen very often, so that's not very likely. You could try to have some success with your committee of runners against arguably the NFL's best run defense. That's not probably going to happen. Is it the magical passing of Jalen Hurts connecting on big plays to guys like Quez Watkins? Probably not, but they have one angle. The Eagles have one angle that could be special and is immune, largely immune to wind. And that is they can run Jalen Hurts. He is a good runner. And the over-under is 49 and a half yards. We're going to go over here. Now, two weeks ago, Hurts in Hurts last game, he took last week off. He ran for 44 yards on a still gimpy ankle. Now it's two weeks removed from that. Guys, he should be near 100%. And before his ankle injury, Jalen Hurts' average rushing yards was 58 yards per game. That's well over the 49 and a half we're trying to get over. Hurts, um, it goes up against Tampa. Now, I mentioned Tampa Bay is a great run defense. But you know what they're not? They're not a great quarterback run defense. Over the last five weeks, Tampa's allowed the most quarterback rushing yards. And over the full season, they've allowed the fourth most yards to quarterbacks. So, I got to believe Philadelphia is going to unfurl a lot of running with Jalen Hurts, and I think he goes over the 49-and-a-half. What do you think, Sean? Tim, what do you think? Well, you know, Sean told me this yesterday, and I don't want to steal the words from his mouth, but he was telling us about his first playoff game against Washington back in January of 2000, and what was it, third down? And you just looked out and said, it's a pass play, but I'm running the ball. Could you see that with Jalen Hurts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I was going with uh, charts what I wanted to go pull up. So I didn't ask you uh, initially what his statistics were in the regular season game. He had 10 carries for 44 yards and two touchdowns. Two touchdowns, yeah. And that was a game where they were trailing, so they really had to get, you know, outside of what they probably game plan, you know, to start. So I can see him having some success, you know, running the ball. I think that's their only chance. I do agree with with Charge in that situation. And the win situation. And what what if you're an eight-and-a-half-point underdog, Charge, what's the best way – to win this game. It's to keep the goat on the sideline yeah. and running mm-hmm. is the best way to do that. Well, speaking of that gentleman, Tom Brady, we, we've flashed it up there. The current over under on rushing yards for Tom Brady is 0.5 and it's juiced to the over at minus 125. If you think he's going to get a quarterback sneak, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Kneel downs usually are neg- – that, that, is that a team rush? Yeah, that takes off of the team yeah. rushing total. 
Or no, it is it's, individual. Is it? It's a player right. That is a that is a that is a player stat. And so if you believe do you guys believe Tampa's gonna win? It's been, I do. do you think Tampa yes. probably wins. Yeah, probably. Okay. So here this gives us the very real possibility of one, two, three, or four kneel downs. That's up to negative eight yards for Tom Brady. So if you think the Bucs are going to win and you think Brady's got some kneel downs coming, so that's up to negative eight yards right there. Now, Brady's average rushing yard, this this is all just so hilarious to me, but <laughs> Brady's average rushing yards in playoff games over the last five years is one yard. And, <laughs> and I've seen this line at one and a half. This morning, the line was at one and a half. I think you can still find it around one and a half. Do not settle for half a rushing yard. This really matters. Right? Find the one and a half. <laughs> Find the one and a half on this. He's been under one and a half rushing yards in 10 of his last 14 playoff games, Tom Brady. And last year as a Buccaneer, here were his rushing totals in his four playoff games. Negative two rushing yards, two, negative one, and negative two. So if you if you want to believe that last year's Buccaneer trends are going to hold, he's going to be under this line. And I'll give you one last reason to take Tom Brady under one and a half rushing yards. Eagles ranked number two in quarterback rushing yards allowed. Second best defense in quarterback rushing yards allowed. So you really, not that you were sweating Tom Brady like knifing through the defense anyway, but that should really eliminate that. And so I, I like Tom Brady under, especially if you can get the one and a half. Got to find the one and a half. I, you got to find the one and a half on this. I think you can do that. We're talking to Paul Charchi and Professor Charch. Uh, Charch, we got about uh, three minutes before we let you run and enjoy your Friday night. Uh, Eli Mitchell goes for 85 last week in the in the win and end situation. Goes for over 100 in Week 17. I mean, he's been banged up this year. Uh, he's been yeah. limited at practice, but he's going to go. Uh, Trent Williams expected back on the left side of that offensive line. Uh, his number is uh, – I had it up just a moment ago. 78 and a half this morning. It is, uh, it is 79 and a half, so it goes oh, up a yard. Uh, but yeah. are you anticipating another big performance from Mr. Mitchell? When Eli Mitchell practices, he plays. And when he plays, he's a workhorse. Eli Mitchell averaging 24 carries per game in the second half of the season. 24. Sure, there's Debo Samuel. But he only siphons off about five carries a game, and nobody else really even touches the ball. This is all about Eli Mitchell. Now, he's averaging 99 yards per game. And that means on Sunday, he can be, what, 19 yards worse than average, and he can still hit the over on this thing. Dallas giving up, seeing an average of 25 rushes per game. So volume should really be there for Mitchell. He's averaging almost five yards per carry, and he's immune to game script. Get this, week 13, a loss to Seattle, he still carried the ball 22 times. Against the Rams, where they were behind by a ton in the first quarter, he still carried the ball 21 times. Game script doesn't even matter. They still run Elijah Mitchell, San Francisco, the number one run blocking offensive line in football by pro football focus. Dallas ranks 22nd. He's going to get the carries. He's going to be successful. And that's how he's going to hit 79 and a half. That's our new number. He'll go well over 79 and a half. All right. Before we let you run real quickly, we got less than a minute. Dak Prescott, 286 and a half right now for passing yardage in this game. Uh, over or under on Dak? We're going well under. Niners have held 14 of the last 15 quarterbacks under that number, under 200, uh, 283 yards. And and Prescott's 
erratic play has been masked by that terrible Washington game three weeks ago where they were all COVID ravaged. And then last week with the Eagles team that benched all its starters. This has been a deeply inconsistent offense, and I don't think they're going to put it all together against a good pass defense that has, frankly, done a, a very good job against better passers like Rodgers and Murray and Cousins and Stafford and Russell Wilson twice. So, yeah, we're going to take the under 283. All right. I feel safe to say that uh, Charge thinks the Niners are going to win. Charge? I do. Ten set. Okay. Charge is on the Niners. Yeah. Charge, you're go. the man. Congratulations, Professor Charge. Let's get some winners this weekend. Appreciate it. Let's do it. Thanks, guys. There Talk he is. Follow him on Twitter, at Paul Charchian. That's Sean. I'm Tim. It's the Nightcap here on Visa. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my game. (laughs) Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. VEASAN has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our all-new Big Game, Big Dance Special provides VEASAN Plus all access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only 69 bucks. Sign up now and get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming Big Game, and College Hoops betting guides, plus full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting splits breakdowns on every game. It's one of the most exciting betting seasons of the year, so don't miss out on one of our best deals of the year. Visit vcin.com slash big deal to sign up today. It is the nightcap here on vcin. You might be wondering, where is the crew? Where is Big Balls, Banksy, and Derek Stevens? They're a little busy tonight handing out big old checks. Big checks. Big checks. Million-dollar checks. And that is... uh, that is why they are not here. They are down at the D. Hey, whoa, breaking news. 
Mike Jones from Davidson just missed his first three-point shot of the of the night. I like Davidson, man. They got a cool little team. They got they got, I mean, they got a legend coach and Bob McKillop. Uh so they're a good team. So they got Aaron. Aaron's playing for him. Little dude right there with the ball. <laughs> See what AO gonna do. Oh man. Yes. I have Richmond tonight. In a what has actually been a very entertaining basketball game. If I didn't have a bet on this game, I would just be really enjoying this game. But what of course, 72-74. Yeah, Richmond up by two right now until this three goes home. Oh wow, they missed again, and Richmond just doing dumb things. I got to stop watching this. Uh, give us an update on your Puckstradamus. So we're good to go in the wild. They won seven to three. I need three goals. So you so remind the people. I had, first bet uh, was Florida over, over over six and a half. The game finished at eight. Yep. Uh, then I had Wild puck line. They won seven three. Okay. And I have over in the Avs Coyotes. It's tied at two after the second intermission. So, in a perfect scenario, the game gets tied at three, and I can stop watching. That would be nice because so, the hockey game can't end in a tie, right? Nope, cannot end in a tie. So yeah. if it's three three after three periods, and there'll be some people sweating that. Uh, I'd be curious if people started to take a little bite on Arizona. If you in game, no, just if, if you know you're you're here at the book and you've got. I had them the other night. You did, yeah. But they, Maple Leafs were playing the second night of a back to back, and they went to overtime against Vegas the night before. I mean, they closed at circa. Cavs came in real rested for this plus, game. Plus, I mean, they were plus five twenty. On the puck, on the on the money line, it's incredible the number you could have got on Arizona. It's tied to two. We'll see what ultimately happens uh, in this one. So uh, that is uh, that is the latest yeah, there. The Cavs haven't played since Tuesday. Av- Avalanche. Yeah, the Avs. I mean, I said like Cavs. Avs. I mean, they haven't played since Tuesday, so they should be ready to have an explosive third period. I just got to get to the number seven. The goal score. I don't care how to do it. A couple NBA games going on right now. Dallas and Memphis. Memphis has been red hot as of late. They closed a two and a half point favorite and uh, all tied up at 37 in that one in the second quarter. And uh, speaking of tied up, that's what this game is. Of course it is. It's awesome basketball. It's a really good game. I I will say it's a really fun game. (laughs) (laughs) If you're. If you're watching this one, if you have Davidson, if you have Richmond. I wish you just had the over. I would have hit. I know. I, just I don't even know what it was, but it's about to be 80 to 80. So uh, you the, don't see many college basketball totals. Oh, the, over the, over's already, the over's already hit. It, <laughs> we're at 152 points. The right. over in this game was 145. Uh, so there you go. Uh, sweating out some 810 hoops. Uh, speaking of sweating it out, I wonder if our friend Brad Evans has Illinois. He said he's there. I believe he's in the flesh. In yeah, Champaign he did say he was going to the game. Yeah, 52 to 44. It's They're pulling a, away. It's been an ugly one, but maybe they'll get there and cover for uh, for our guy, Brad Evans. All right, we'll have our bankroll and more thoughts on the NFL playoffs coming up top of the hour. But sticking with the NFL playoffs, um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire out again. This will be the third consecutive game he will miss for the Chiefs. Man, he is just, I feel like he is always banged up, Sean. Uh, there, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Tyreek Hill, he's been, you know, banged up at practice, too. Is expected to play, as you see on our on our graphic there. Let me go to Monday night real quickly. J.J. Watt, they're anticipating him being ready to play. He's been out for a little bit. 
How big of an impact will he be if he's able to play on Monday night? Well, I think his presence makes you have to account for an extra, you know, capable, you know, uh, defensive end. I mean, uh, it's going to be a Dan, Darren Waller situation, in my opinion. He's going to be there, but he's not going to be the same guy as if he was fully in shape, you know, right in the groove, I guess you should say, you know, for this time of the season. To me, the interesting one in that game, and I told you this, I watched all of Seattle, Arizona in week 18. Mm-hmm. Something was wrong with James Conner. Didn't practice. And then he left the game, didn't finish the game. And now he's not practicing. That's a huge one for me. I mean, because their only hope, in my opinion, was big plays of DeAndre Hopkins and control the clock with James Conner. Now, DeAndre's already been ruled out of this game. And I'm telling you, if James Conner plays, I don't see him being effective. I mean, this, this line is the most baffling line all of the wild card weekend games, in my opinion, because I feel like the Rams are a no-brainer, cannot lose this game because of the injuries to the Cardinals. If well, what if Connor plays? But he's not going to be healthy. Like I saw him, he tr- attempted to play in Seattle, and you could just tell he's running tentatively. You know, he's kind of trying to avoid contact. It's hard to play running back when your ribs are broken or hurt or mm-hmm. punctured or whatever it may be. Well, if you like the Rams. Here at Circa, it's down to three and a half. I know. It's baffling to me. Rams minus three and a half. Um, Going back to Tampa, we've talked about their injuries. Ronald Jones ruled out. Leonard Fournette, game time decision. The Le'Veon Bell show. It it was expected that he would play. Um, Yeah, once again, you you look at Tampa, the potential of weather down there. Um, I I mean, look, if they they lose, I'd be stunned, right? But uh, this... The Eagles stink. Let's be honest. Well, they haven't beaten a playoff team. I yeah, believe they're 0-6 yeah. the against Eagles teams in the playoffs. They, they had like four or five wins against teams that were forced I think, to play their backup quarterback because of this COVID deal. Yeah? Yeah. Like they, Beat Washington. Yeah, they, they caught were... every break possible. So, let me go to, uh, real quickly, go to... Bucks aren't losing to the Eagles. Let me go to New England-Buffalo. Both you and I like Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Isaiah Wynn is out on the left side there for New England. I think that's a big deal. Shout out to St. Pete, by the way. He's from where I'm from. Yeah? Yeah, went to Lakewood High School. Georgia, right? Gibbs. No, he went. He played, he went, at, he Georgia. played at Georgia, right? He's from St. Pete. Yeah, um, but we he's produce, out. We produce ballers. <laughs> but he's out. Well, he's a guy that they've kind of gotten accustomed to playing without. He got in a right. season-ending injury last year, mm-hmm. so, you know, I, I just, I think everything favors Buffalo. For the metrics that I use, Buffalo should win by double digits. That'd be nice. I'd be, I'd be in favor of Buffalo winning yeah. by double digits. Um, and then Najee Harris, so going to Sunday night as we kind of bounce around with the injuries. So we mentioned Clyde Edwards-Alaire is out. Tyreek Hill expected to play. Najee Harris, he had that elbow issue in week 18, left the game. I, I don't think he's been practicing. Juju Smith-Schuster expected to be back. I mean, if they don't have Najee Harris. Yeah, that's huge. That is. I mean, I already don't think they can I don't, yeah. compete. Most people don't, but yeah. if they don't have Najee Harris, especially with Big Ben and I just know, feel like the I'll, noodle arm that he has right I now. I feel like midway through the second quarter, it's going to be 21-0. to and people are going to be like, that minus 12 was free money. <laughs> and we just left it there. Well, I told you, everybody and their mother has, because everyone, you know, now the playoffs are here, you, you got to find a teaser. 
And Tampa, Kansas City is going to be the teaser that everybody has this weekend. Tampa down to two and a half. Sometimes Pittsburgh everyone's down right. To six and a half. That is true. Yeah. I, I just can't be a contrarian every week. I'm not betting against it. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I, I I like Philly a little bit to cover the eight and a half, just to keep things close. Weird weather game. Do they try to control the game on the ground with you know with their run game? But um, you know, getting rebounds would be. I mean, I got Davidson. You got Richmond cigar bet. No, I have my own it's bet. It's tied. I have my own bet right now. Three I, minutes and 23 I, I, seconds left. The game is tied. No, I'd rather focus on my own bet than having, you know, you chirping in add my Add a ear. cigar bet. No, I don't want to add a cigar bet. Look, 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 look. You know, I'm in the spot where I now have a two cigar bet. Well, we have on. about four open bets. That is true. We do. Yeah, so don't go to peacocking quite I'm yet. I'm not peacocking yet. Yeah. All right. Tuck your feathers back. We got some some bankrolls to get to. You guys are going to love We got some playoff predictions to get to. Might have some friends potentially dropping by in the second hour. We'll play it by ear. One hour in the books. Two more to go. It's a beautiful football Friday here on the Nightcap. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. CNN.